You're listening to a CanadianMovieCrew.com production. Inspector Gadget is the story of a security guard who gets super gadget powers that help him fight crime. Or is it? Welcome back to the Yours at Movie Podcast, where we try to find the real story behind the story. I'm Derek. I'm Mean Mark. And today we're taking a look at 1999's Inspector Gadget, uh, based on the children's television cartoon show. From the 80s. So, the of course, 80s, 1999 was primetime. Which was based on the 1960s Get Smart TV show. Uh, yep. And voiced by the same actor voiced back in the day. By Don Adams, who Don does Adams, make a yeah. cameo appearance in this movie. Um, as Brain. As Brain, of all people, but yeah, we'll get to it. Uh, welcome to the show, Matthew Broderick. Can't believe uh, we haven't had you on there before. Uh, <laughs> no, did we, did we not do Godzilla? <laughs> no, we haven't done Godzilla yet. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, well, we list. saw We saw really good riff tracks with it in yes, theater, which was great. True. That was fun. Uh, also, welcome to the show, Rupert Everett, Jolie Fisher, uh, Dabney Coleman, and Michelle Trachtenberg. Oh, uh, yes. Buffy the Vampire Slayer fame. Okay. Uh, I was thinking more along the lines of Eurotrip, but we'll get to that in a second. Fair enough. Uh, welcome back to the show, Andy Dick. Surprise. Who was the weatherman in Double Dragon. Oh. <laughs> God. <laughs> <Ugh>. <laughs> My brain hurts. <laughs> can I get a gadget that'll make me forget that? If you can oh, yeah, remember alcohol. Our, remember our uh, review of Double Dragon. That's early on in, or is it history? Yep, the video game was better. All right. Yep. Mark, you ever <laughs> seen this movie before? Oh yeah. Um, I uh, I worked at Toys R Us in the '90s, and so when this movie came out, it was a big deal. Uh, I put together like a cardboard. Standee, uh, well, from Disney, right? So, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. oh, trust me, they'll remind they, they, you it's a Disney they will, movie. Yeah, they will, yeah, if you don't know it's Disney, this movie is gonna tell you <laughs> literally outright. <laughs> the car, the talking car by welcome to the show, Dale Hewley, yeah, <laughs> yeah, Dale H- Hughley, sorry, Hughley, I think is the way, yep, yep. Yeah, if yeah, we got. Yeah, if you remember, I forgot sh- about Jolie Fisher. Honestly, I don't know what happened to her, but yeah, uh, well, another case of trying to keep the redheaded man down, or woman in this case, or woman in this case. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, yeah, I watched this a few days ago. When did you watch this? Uh, it's got to be over a week ago now, I think. Okay, so we'll try to stumble through this as best we can. But here, but this is why I took notes, and my first note. Okay. Is well, at least they kept the theme song. My second note: the warning that comes up on Disney Plus when you watch this. Okay. This movie, according to Disney Plus, is rife with goofy action, language, and innuendo. <laughs> okay. I don't remember any language. And I'm trying. I'm struggling to remember the innuendo. I'm hoping I wrote it down <laughs> in my notes as we go along. Maybe D.L. Hughley did it. I don't know. Oh, probably. Probably. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Maybe that's the um, the awooga noise that he makes uncontrollably. Which, okay. 
I know, I understand that this is an origin story for for Inspector Gadget, but I remember watching the cartoon as a kid, and all I, all I, I remember that he he may not have been able to use them properly, yeah. But none of them malfunctioned all that much. No, it was it was more of a misuse of them, like his. Like, yeah, maybe his gadget spring legs would go a little too high, but he still chose to use the gadget spring legs. Yeah. Yeah. And I remember Penny and Brain being more helpful in solving oh, the crime. Oh, in, in most episodes that I remember from as, from, a, uh, from childhood, they were the ones that really solved the case, but yeah. Penny was always good at, at serving it up to, to Gadget and being able to just be like, you know, she works in the shadows he gets the credit. You know what I mean? Like it's this. Yeah. It's kind of genius because if those villains ever came back, they would go after him and not her. You know what I mean? Like they wouldn't know who she was basically. Yeah. Yeah. So it's kind of genius. And like (laughs) the chief never gets blown up. There's no exploding messages. No. And the chief isn't such an asshole. 30 seconds. Yeah. Yeah, this guy, the chief, the, the chief literally says he wants him dead and in pieces. Like, what the fuck kind of take is this? And look, I don't care if it's the late 90s or the early 2000s. As soon as you put Sherry O'Terry in your movie. Oh, but but she was at the height of her powers. Ugh. Such as they were. Ugh. You know Sorry. what? I, I'm sure I, she's a lovely person. But if I had to see her and Will Ferrell do that goddamn Spartan sketch one more time. <laughs> you know what, though? I I didn't mind her in this movie because she gets drowned out in a sea of zoinks and bonks and 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 <laughs> your boss and, and your boss wishing that you were dead and in pieces like that's a, Talk about a hostile work environment. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'd have to go to HR, I think. Be like, OK, well, he, he wants to be dead. I mean, not fired. Yeah. Dead and in pieces. Okay. Yeah. But let's start at the beginning of this movie. We have our, our scientists. Sequence. Oh, uh, let's welcome to the show, or maybe welcome back, I'm not sure, Rene Albergenois from Star Trek Deep Space, Deep Space Nine fame. Okay. Uh, I'll take a look. Played Otto in DS9. He plays the uh, Jolie Fisher's dad, the scientist, the main scientist. Oh, Okay. Yep, until he's blown. I thought he looked familiar. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, I don't know if we've done any other movies he's been in. I can't remember. I'm taking it, a look right now. We we've been at this a while. So <laughs> this is episode two fifty eight. Like so. I said, <laughs> equals while you know. Yeah. <laughs> but they build this machine. <laughs> they're they're building the bionics, <laughs> and they're like, oh my god. It works by heart and will, not thought. I'm like, wait, 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 wait. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Time, time. I'm doing the timeout symbol. Welcome back. He was in Batman Forever. Oh, fucking right. He was too. What was he in Batman Forever? He was um, one of the doctors. Dr. Burton. So I think he worked at uh, Wayne La- uh, Wayne Tech. Oh, yes. with uh, he. Well, yeah, he worked with the Riddler at Wayne Tech. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> where was I? The, uh, ah, yes. Time out, time out. So you built a machine 
and you don't know how the fucking thing works. Yeah, really. This scene is taken straight out of sci-fi, even joking sci-fi, where it's a piece of alien tech that our main character didn't invent and is trying to figure it out. And how... not I made the machine and I don't know how it works. What the f- what the hell kind of science is this? <laughs> but but how, but how do you make a machine that runs specifically on heart and willpower and program that without knowing that you're doing it? Yes, with that yes. That right like <laughs> you know I, mean? I could suspend my disbelief if if he's I've programmed this to run on heart and will. There you go. Okay. Yeah, I'll I'll wave the hand. That's fine. Yeah, move along. But it's the them not knowing it. That's one of the things that I'm willing to buy in the Green Lantern movie. Where oh, it runs on willpower. Oh, okay. But it's space magic. But it's space magic. So I'm, I'm just going to go with it. Yeah, other people invented it. I don't understand how it works. I just need to know that it does. Mm-hmm. That's Green Lantern. This this. This is, I built a machine, I have no fucking idea what I did here. Yeah. And I'm now having to rediscover the hell I did. Was he drunk? Was he high? Was he tripping balls when he made it? Like, <laughs> And he can't remember? Did he go into a fugue state? Does it when only he work because he spilled thing? coffee on the keyboard? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Is it some sort of industrial accident? Like, you know, <laughs> did she get in there and fuck around with something thinking she was trying okay. to, you know? Let's, let's, let's just explore this a little bit further he's he's thinking about kicking a ball right i think so so what 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 memory could he possibly have in his heart or slash willpower of 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 kicking a soccer ball that you know what i mean like he's not we don't get that he's flashing back to when he was a kid yeah, yeah, you're kicking he the ball actually, around with dad or something. Doesn't he mention like, oh, I was thinking about how you, how, how much you remind me of your mother. Yeah. And you and wanted it, to kick her? No, no, that's when it works. When that's he's toe tapping. When he's toe tapping. Oh, he's toe tapping, that's He's right. just toe tapping. I was going to say, if he was trying to kick a ball, what part of the foot actually moves the entire leg <laughs> to kick the ball, you know? but. <laughs> You kind of start off on the wrong foot there. Hey, yeah, you, you made right. me—you made me think of your mother, and let me tell you, she liked jazz. That's okay, why you, I was able to tap my foot. You totally missed my off on the wrong foot joke. No, I, I'm, I I'm a little it, sore I about it. Sorry. But, you know. <laughs> it was very funny. Thank you. I needed. I apparently I needed the validation. <laughs> <laughs> but no, yeah. It was, so I was thinking about your mother. Yeah, and tapping my toes to what a. Uh, a little soft shoe, a little, you know. <laughs> yeah. A little horn section going on in your brain. Maybe that was playing on the night of your honeymoon or something. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. At least it wasn't like, Dad, why is your foot doing that? Thing? Well, this is what it was like when I was with your mother. You know, like, <laughs> this is what my foot was doing when we made you, you know. like. <laughs> what could I like? She liked it when I, she was on top and I was sitting down. It's. <laughs> I had to tap my foot to keep the blood circulation going. Yeah. <laughs> um, she was a big woman. That's all I'm saying. No. Um, yeah. <laughs> that's the note I have. If this machine is animated by the heart, not the head, can I take off this ridiculous helmet? Yeah, really? Shouldn't he be wearing a, a chest plate of some yeah, sort? A chest plate <laughs> or something. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, my very first note is obviously when we first see Penny. Mm-hmm. 
Um, I said, well, this is awkward. I'm seeing Penny on the screen, knowing that in just five years later, I'll be drooling all over her going topless in Eurotrip. Oh, yes, yes. Like, <laughs> I remember that was a big thing back then. And in the in the in between, she played Buffy's uh, younger sister on Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Oh, okay. So there was some pre-drool going on. Okay. But then, but then we would shift to Sarah Michelle Gellar, you know, for that. And then, yeah. Never watched Buffy, so. I, I just I just read a note here. I'm just going to uh, yeah, right downlo- <laughs> download, download Euro Trip. Yeah, yeah. So just give me a sec. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Honestly, I, I, I'm sure I saw it, but I don't rem- I didn't remember who she was at the time, so. Or I didn't, or I didn't recognize her from like, oh, this woman has her top off, you know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I didn't know she do. She was in this movie. I knew she was in Euro Trip, but I yeah. didn't know she was in this movie at the time. Yeah, fair enough. Uh, so they, uh, one of the things they do, they instantly paint themselves in a corner with Rupert Everett because Doctor Claw never shows his face, but you don't hire Rupert Everett and not show his face. Okay, right? But let's talk about Doctor Claw. Because what the fuck? Yeah, he there's a claw That's, origin story essentially. Yeah, did, uh, maybe I'm not remembering it. Did Doctor Claw actually have a claw for a hand? He had a metal hand. He had a metal hand. Yeah, he had like a cybernetic hand, right? So he had more or less like a gadget hand was, too. I always thought it was like a, just a gauntlet, just like a glove that he was wearing. Yeah, he it, never it took it off. No, no, and it wasn't until later I was like, oh, I get it. Gadget has all these, you know, kind of android parts, as silly as they are. Yeah. Well, he has kind of the serious evil version of that, which is an actual functioning cybernetic hand. So. Yeah. Okay. You're right, though. It could have been a glove. But we don't know. But Was Dr. Claw ever a 1960s era playboy? I know. I think this is kind of like pseudo-auditioning for Batman. Like, hey, look, I can be the goofy like- playboy, like. Where did this character come from? I, I don't know. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, and he has a white cat. His cat was gray and black on the show. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Because they're bad. Yeah. Dr. Evil much? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I don't remember him having any... Did he have henchmen? Oh, yeah. Oh, yes. Because we never, Claude never did the dirty work himself. He no. always assigned every, he, he had goon on goon after goon. It was Were they always. the same goons? No. Or was uh, just generic goons? I mean, I want to say he had, I think, a couple of repeat goons, but my memory's not serving me very well right now. So. It's been but it was, it, it might have been more gadget, goon of but... the week, actually. But, but the point is, like, you know, we would always see him in silhouette and his one hand would like push a button to make something happen. A rocket yeah. would fire or a drone would be released or something evil with the push of a button. Yeah. But we never saw his face. As far as I know, they never animated his face. They never animated his face. Um, they did eventually show his face in toy form. Uh, yes. That I remember. And he ended up looking like a crazy version of Doc Brown, but... Yeah. But yeah, he's like, he's all suave and debonair. He's almost French for some reason. Well, kind of creepy, but yeah. But you're right. He tries to be debonair, but it's it comes off a little creepy. Oh, 
and he has he has a scientist with big hair named Kramer. Get it? We can reference Seinfeld too in the nineties. Uh, yeah. Like when they introduce Andy Dick, they might as well go bow, 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 every time he comes into the scene, you know. It's just so weird. I um my next one is get it? They said Yahoo and they played the Yahoo music. Yahoo they, Yeah. Was, yeah. I have a note, uh, oh yeah, the mayor is evil. Surprise. Yeah. I think that was just the first time. I thought maybe like she was going to come back like like in Zootopia, where she turns out to be the bad guy overall. You know what I mean? Yeah, I was, yeah she's like the, 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 the yeah, the, yeah, exactly. She's behind the claw, or working with, for claw maybe in this case. Yeah. If, obviously claw being the big bad that, yeah, maybe he had the, the mayor on the payroll or something. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, Dr. Claw is going in to steal the thing that Jolie Fisher's dad makes. Yeah, 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 a tech tech heist. Yeah, and he gets it. Well, he's got some pretty sweet tech himself. Does he? Yeah, like a remote van and stuff like that that he's controlling and, you know, some... Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's all, like, his, like, I gotta say... In this version of Dr. Claw, you're not bad being a goon. You can kind of stay far back and you just got to... It'd be like you're hiring those drone pilots that they do in the army. You know what I mean? Like, if you can run one of that, you can be a, a claw goon. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so they... But he's a security guard of the tech company. Mm-hmm. And he's in love with Jolie Fisher. Mm-hmm. But she doesn't notice him until after... He gets squashed... And blown up. He gets blown up in the car by Dr. Mm-hmm. Claw. In a Chevette, which that I, I gotta say the fondest part of, of this movie for me was the Chevette. Okay. I learned to drive on one. Oh, okay. Or Fair in enough. one like that. A, a, a four door, a bit bigger version of it, uh, but still the Chevette hatchback, so I was like, Oh <laughs> And they blew it up. You motherfuckers, you blew it up. <laughs> <laughs> Blowed up with an exploding cigar. Um, yeah, actually, I kind of like that. That was, I mean, let's face it, we might as well put the, the the mustache on Rupert Everett for him to twirl. But lighting up a cigar and throwing it in its TNT, I'm like, oh, okay, that's yeah. kind of fun. Yeah. Um, but he but he loses his hand because of the Yahoo sign that falls on him. Uh, the billboard. No, it's no, a, no, no. It's like a bowling ball or something or. A, Something that that because he's he's trying he's closing the sunroof and something comes in and oh that's right and nails his hand yeah and he loses that's it. right um so yeah so this is where he gets basically RoboCopped. yeah big time they just steal it from RoboCop. and the way he freaks out like it, it's kind of it's it's kind of dark because basically Jolie Fisher Fisher has to but doesn't tell him. Like, listen, bud, it's this or death. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's For it's kids. It's the inconvenient now or the sweet hereafter. You know what I mean? Like, which yeah. one you want, right? Because uh, your your body is no more. Yeah. You're full of toothpaste and springs and clockwork and God knows what else. So. And what is so weird is brain is a real dog. Yeah. And 
I don't know. That's just off to me. It's, Brain, Brain, Brain was a was super, to, a really smart dog in the show. Yeah, like Brain didn't talk, but he could do charades. Yeah, and he, oh, that, yeah, that was the fun part. He's trying to com- you know, tell tell somebody something's going on, and Penny understood him. Gadget had a hard time, and Penny doesn't have her book. I know her awesome little laptop that could yeah. hack anything. Just, wait a minute, let me hack into that. And, I'm and, in. <laughs> yeah, and not to mention she had comms with Brain through it. Yep. Oh no, her watch. She had comms with Brain, so he had comms on the, his collar. Yeah. Communication device built in, and yeah. that went went to her watch. Like, talk about gadgets. She does get that at the end. At the end. Yeah. But, but yeah, Brain doesn't help out with the adventure except for no. biting some balls. I think. Yeah, and Penny really doesn't help either. Yeah, well, she's she is, she's she there has, as a witness. She says yeah. at the end. Yeah, exactly. She, I mean, she has like a, a counseling session with a goon, with the only goon, but but that's Which about is it. So weird. Yeah, honestly, yeah, that, that's the thing, you know. And I'm not saying, oh well, they 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 don't have good, they didn't have good parts for women in the '90s. Like, no, this was a good part for a young woman. Ideally, yeah. ideally, it would have been her saving the day because that's how the show was back in the eighties. It wasn't gadget all the time. It was the two of them. It was gadget rarely. It was yeah. It was her finding out the actual clues, and then he would just you know swoop in and he accidentally would win his the way day. into it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's the the that tightrope you walk where she's doing the the detective work and he's just bumbling around as a like a force of nature. And they don't get that balance here. You know what I mean? Like they didn't, they didn't get there. No. And they and they could have. Michelle Trachtenberg's a good actress. I mean, they could have given her something better to do. I would imagine, like in the sequel, maybe, but we'll get to that maybe later. Fred um, Stewart as Gadget. Okay. And is she Gadget? Oh, really? Yep. Yeah. That's the plot of it. They make an upgrade. Okay. <laughs> what will they think of next, folks? Um, so, I, so he freak. He wakes up. He freaks out, and then eventually, um, he comes to terms with it. What? what I'm sorry. What is the good doctor's name? I, I keep calling her Jolie Fisher, but I know that's not the character's name. It's Doctor something. I don't know. It's yeah, Jolie I'll look Fisher. it. I'll look it up. You go ahead. Um. So she gives him. He says, "Well, you know, that's not all. That's not all we gave you." Blah blah blah. And she gives him a thing, and he's like, whoa, check out these threads. Check out these clothes. I'm like, you're impressed with a wardrobe that makes you look like Columbo? Yeah, which in 19, you know, in 84, 85, wasn't such an outdated reference. But 15 year, 10, 15 years yeah. later, like, eh. at, at the end of the century? That's, <laughs> it's 1999, you know? Like, yeah, yeah, is... yeah, yeah. Not not 91. No, no, you waited till the end of it, you know? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. like. And now you're going to make your Columbo references. Good. This is, okay. This is this is well past even like jeans and tying your plaid shirt around your waist with your Dockers. You know, like yeah. it's well past that. Oh <laughs> yeah, the, n- yeah. Ner- not a uh, uh, nary any neon to be found here. Yeah, know? exactly. Like, like yeah, yeah. I didn't see one Madonna haircut, but I kept expecting Matthew. Br- <laughs> uh, just one more question, if you will, ma'am. ma'am. No, uh, yeah, yeah, just, I just, just one question there. I, I just gotta say, uh, now, granted, evil gadget gets kind of close. You know what I mean? Oh God! Yeah. Oh God! Evil gadget! Oh uh, my God! I, 
Okay. Yep. Okay. Yeah. So. So uh, again, 1999, Evil Gadget, 1940s detective story. Was this the only story they could make back then? Because I feel like we got this story a lot. Oh, oh, you versus evil you. You versus evil you. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, yes. <laughs> Flash, Nega Flash, Superman versus Doomsday. Yeah. You know, like yeah. tons of that in the nineties. Ba- Batman literally goes up against a guy named Bane. You know, back then. Yeah, like. Yeah. So anyway, he's learning how to use his body, and they take him to, of course, the 90s Indian spiritual leader stereotype. Oh, yes, yes. The over-the-top, oh, just imagine that your head is a cool piece of asparagus or whatever oh, you, the fucking you mean line the, from The Simpsons is. So you mean the inspiration for the love guru? Yeah. <laughs> I think. Yeah. <laughs> Don't quote me on that. You'd have to ask Mike Myers to be sure, but... Yeah, it wouldn't surprise me. Mm-hmm. So Dr. Claw is trying to... Okay, yeah. Dr. Claw is trying to duplicate the technology, but he's having trouble, obviously, because he doesn't know that it runs on willpower. He thinks it runs on brain power. But it turns out there's a chip for that. They can make a chip for it, but before Gadget they do has that... One. Gadget has one, and Dr. Uh, uh... Claw, I almost call him Dr. No or Dr. Evil just then. <laughs> Which would be an insult to both of those characters who are much better than this one. <laughs> yeah. Dr. Claw graduated the bottom of medical school class. You know what I'm saying? Like evil yeah. medical school? Yeah. So that's he, why he, Andy Dick is there. Yeah. Oh, uh, sorry. You, you weren't listening. His, oh, the doctor with the very large hair in 1999 oh, is named right, Kramer. Right. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. Um, <laughs> no, but there's one scene where they put the um, monk looking thug. What was his name? Shrek or Cyrek oh, or something y- like that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Sykes. Sykes, yeah. So they put him into, which I guess is maybe a callback to Oliver Twist, but that's anyway. Um, I'd, I'd be reaching if I was making that kind of connection. Yeah. Uh, so, there's, <laughs> so there's one scene where they uh, they put him into the machine so that if, and they crank it up, right? And I noticed uh, one of like a, a like a gaff or a goof in the in the movie where they cut to him and the chin strap is they attach the chin strap. They cut, they cut away, they cut back, no chin strap on whatsoever while he's being electrocuted. They turn it off, they cut back to him, and the chin strap is back on. Oh, <laughs> you got a continuity error. Yeah. Nice. So I was like, oh. I guess the strap only works when you're not being electrocuted? <laughs> I All guess. Right. And this is where, also where Julie Fisher... Gives Gadget the car. Well, we have the training montage, right? Do have First. a training montage, yes. And and she guilts him into liking the Go Go Gadget thing. Yeah, like he's like, "Can we say anything else?" Nope. This is what my dad, my dearly <laughs> part departed dead father, made. So shut the fuck up and like it. Well, you could say in the name of justice, but uh, you know, my dad died for this. Yeah. Tear. 
He, he, the last thing he did was think about my dearly departed mother, tap his foot, and then joined her. <laughs> yeah. So you take the go-go gadget and you go-go fuck off. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, oh, yeah, yeah, because you're right, because the next note I have is, how's he doing with his gadgets? As we saw in the training montage, rather poorly. No? Yeah. Well, let's give him a whole fucking car full of them. Let's give him a yeah. car full of them. Yeah, so that's what he needs, more gadgets. And he said, you made this for me? She built this car. Yeah. Why is she wasting time with the gadget? She, doesn't she should need- be making supercars for all of the police force. Yeah, can you imagine if this was the standard issue police car? First of all, millionaire. I mean, and 1999 yeah. millionaire, which is basically a billionaire. Yeah. And, yeah, and then crime? Okay, <laughs> good luck. She's perfected AI. Oh, my, oh, yes. Self-driving cars. With thought, with will, with, with, with wants and desires, I mean. With the willpower enough to do things that Gadget can do. Yeah. Operate yeah. itself in all of its extremities. And it's a car, a nice big old, uh. Like a Ford Fairlane or something like that. So it's, yeah. it's it's made of actual steel. You know what I mean? Like sterner stuff. Yeah. Not only has she, made, not only has she uh, created and perfected AI, but it has also given it a face, a digital face, yeah. for it to talk to you through. And apparently packed it full of Skittles. And just enough attitude to be oh. fun. You know? Oh, God. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> I mean this 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 AI is so advanced it breaks the fourth wall. Yeah, yeah, it does. Right, like just the AI alone, she rules the world as the, the as the tech billionaire. Like she would have been Elon Musk before Elon Musk was what born? I don't know. Yeah, well, not close, born, but yeah, born. But you know, what I mean, when he was still uh, in you know, college, in high, in Queens, college, yeah. and high school, yeah. Yeah, they say that this is a Disney movie, so you have to put on your seatbelts. Yep. Okay, we'll just put a pin in that for later. <laughs> and they start driving down the street, of course, All Star is playing. Because it's the late 90s and every movie has to have All Star by uh, Smash Mouth. Yeah, yeah, there has to be at least one one Smash Mouth song per movie. Yeah. And guess which one was the big one, you know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Good Lord. How many songs in 1999 had Smash Mouth All-Star in it? I dare you to look that up. I can think of two others right now, Rat Race and Shrek. Okay, I kind of want to do that right now. Please continue. <laughs> Maybe Shrek was in 2001, but still. Um. So... Oh, by the way, when I type in Google, how many movies has the it autofills rock been in? And the the answer apparently is at least sixty six. Sorry. Really? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, unless they're counting the his IMDb page, in which case most of those are like WWE pay per views. <laughs> so they get the car, and then a whole bunch of shit happens that I don't have a note for, but. He does go after uh, there's some escaped convicts who are trying to steal a car. Do you remember this scene? 
Oh, yes. Um, yeah, it's basically like, oh, his hey, first crime shirts. now as, as a cop, right? As super cop. Yes. Yeah, it was his dream to get on the police force. He never could. And now he has because he's a, he, he's Inspector Gadget. And he's doing all the piddly little crimes for for the newspaper clout. Uh, for, what's the word I'm looking for? Promotion, pandering. What's the word I'm looking for? Uh, what? Sorry, the, the induction? Like he, oh, the induction ceremony? Yeah, yeah, there's the induction ceremony. And then he gets all the piddly little shit. Oh like yeah, a, yeah. He, he gets yeah all the all the kind of PR type stuff. Right? Yeah. So yeah, like, saving kids, uh, cats out of trees, and yeah, 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 yeah. It's all just PR fluff. So finally, he goes after these two, um, uh, escaped convicts, and he mistakes their jumpsuits for bowling shirts because he's a bumbling idiot. He helps them steal the car. Yes, that was actually very Inspector Gadget-like. Yeah. Yeah, he's just, oh, you locked the keys in your car, eh? Well, let me open it, man. I wish he sounded like that. He doesn't Mm -hmm. even try to do the voice. Yeah, well, it's kind of weird when Don Adams is playing your your dog all of a sudden. Now you got to do your best Don Adams impression. Oh, no, they don't. He he doesn't help them steal the car. They run away, and he accidentally... uh, springs into a wet cement which then fires off his uh, grappling hook through his hat oh yes yes clotheslines him um and the car catches the other one i think oh yeah the car does most of the legwork in this yeah so then they go to the ball right And this oh. is where, yeah, this is the, is, the, is this the big induction ceremony? So, so I'm, I'm sorry. Can we go back to Smash Mouth for just a second? I got to get sure, off go it. I got to stop reading this stuff. I got to say it so I can stop reading it and get back to the podcast. Okay. <laughs> um, there's a whole article I found on like trying to find out Smash, Smash Mouth songs. Uh. After using several different keyword combinations, I optimized my search engine and discovered that Schmouth, as they call them. Schmouth? Okay. Smash Mouth, I guess. Has been heard in 28 films that we know of. You might be thinking 28 movies equates to 28 songs. Wrong again. You keep getting it wrong. 41 mouth mouth smash ditties have played in 28 movies. 41 songs in 28 movies by Smash Mouth. (laughs) One and a half Smash Mouth tracks per movie. <laughs> wow. Okay. That's according to Vice.com. Let's just give credit for that. And I'm going to close the article and get back to our podcast. Okay. Sorry. I'm sorry. I I really did wonder that now because you're right. I basically lived most of my life hearing Smash Mouth in almost everything I've watched. Now I know at least <laughs> it's possible i've seen all 28 movies i don't i've watched a lot of movies i'm not i'm not saying i have i'm saying it's possible i i i've i've seen a lot of smash mouth in movies so i've i bet i've seen a, a good fair share of it uh, yeah you've probably hit most of that 28 yeah <laughs> yeah yeah fair enough um okay so where were we i'm sorry we're we're at the uh, police department ball oh yes this is ceremony. yeah yeah, they're basically kind of uh, showing off, right? This is all part of 
you know, look how good the police force is doing, I guess. Yes. And Dr. Claw shows up to it. He's not even Dr. Claw in this movie. He's no. something else. He's Dr. something or other. Sanford Skolex. Yeah. Because of course he is. So, and I have a note here. Because the Dr. Claw comes up to Jolie Fisher and, and Inspector Gadget. And he's got a cigar and he can't find his lighter. And Inspector Gadget flicks his finger open and gives him a lighter so he can light his cigar. And I wrote, quote unquote, it's a Disney movie. Is reason enough to promote wearing seatbelts, but smoking a giant cigar indoors, perfectly acceptable. But he's the villain. It doesn't matter. <laughs> That's what makes him evil. Just saying. <laughs> According to Disney. On Disney Plus, was there not a warning that there was smoking in this movie? Let me check my notes. Um, does smoking count as goofy action? <laughs> Maybe it's part of the innuendo. Does this, I was going to say, does it count as language? <laughs> if you ask Bill Clinton, it counts as innuendo. I'm just saying. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God, the way he smoked that cigar just turned me on. <laughs> what is, is. I kind of went Robo Clinton there for a second. Yeah. yeah. Speaking of. <laughs> come to find out, okay, they make the evil Inspector Gadget. To Ro- Robo, his... Ga- according to IMDb, Robo Gadget. Robo Gadget. They make Robo Gadget to ruin Inspector Gadget's reputation. Yeah. I get that. I get that. I do. Yeah, yeah. It's oh, a plot I get device. Yeah, seen it lots of times. Just talked about it. What's the point of making a robot Jolie Fisher? Can I wait till my or is it? <laughs> I think you and I are on the same page on that one. Can we wait till my or is it? <laughs> well, can we just put a pin in that? We'll come back around. Can I? I'm just going to ask, is that a sex robot? I, I kind of, I, I, without giving my or is it away, which I'm totally giving my or is it away, I kind of think it's a sex robot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's dressed up in pajamas. And, I mean, because don't forget, right, He uh, uh, Sanford there was trying to court Brenda. Yes. So the idea that, you know, he, he she rebuffs his advances, so he makes himself a robo-Brenda. Yeah. Who's very just chipper and cheery and <laughs> into fitness. Ew. <laughs> so do with that what you will. Because I know because we know he did. Sort of a sort of a situation of so yeah. Yep. <laughs> um Okay, so she meets up with that. Oh, they steal back the leg. Which, well, now at this point, why? the leg is the leg is evidence. Yeah, because it was proprietary hardware, I guess, from uh, her dad. Her dad. Uh, yeah, and then yeah. So, or so what's what's? And of uh, course, he was murdered, and they're trying to solve oh, his murder. Artemis Bradford, right? So, with Claw having his property in in his possession, with Claw having the doctor's property in his possession, it proves somehow that he killed him. Yes. How? Uh, 90s. Right. No, 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 officer. I came along after he was dead and took the foot. You know? 
Doesn't not better. Mean, That's not better. Doesn't mean I killed him. I just took the foot afterwards. So larceny at best, you know? Yeah. I'll, I'll admit to, to, to petty larceny, but not to murder. Yeah, not to murder. Now, granted, though, this is where Penny does actually come in handy because she basically convinced the goon to turn state's evidence. Right? Yes. Oh, he, he's plea bargaining his way out of jail time completely. Like, I'll give you the whole organization. I don't do a minute of time. <laughs> That's what I'd be doing if I was the head goon. Nay, the only goon. <laughs> and, uh, you know, hey, Penny. I'll give it up to you. Blamo. Yeah, yeah. Hey, Pally. I'm going to turn state's evidence. I give you everything. The whole shooting match. Blamo. <laughs> like, I'd be squealing before that, before Kramer can do it. You know what I mean? So. Yeah. You get the, you get the, you get the more leniency from the judge. Uh, question for you. Mm-hmm. So, um, so you're married now. I am. All right. Happily, I trust, which is great. Okay. So when your dear wife wants to get your attention. Yes. Maybe maybe you're doing what you're doing right now. Yes. You're sitting down. You're facing the computer screen. Yes. She comes up behind you. Maybe, maybe gives you a little tap in the shoulder. Sure. Do you hear a doorbell song when uh, so, uh, <laughs> sound when that happens? Is that... No, and my head does not light up with a giant heart either. Huh. Okay. <laughs> Disney, I guess. Because <laughs> in this world, getting a tap on the shoulder from somebody means doorbell. Yeah, this is... Uh, Does he have a doorbell built, built into the shoulder? I. He possibly could. Uh, you know, if anyone's gonna, I suppose it's him. I mean, <laughs> when he's thinking, a light bulb pops up, and then when he gets an idea, it turns on. You know what? I said corrected. I guess is, he's got a doorbell on his shoulder. <laughs> which was never a part of the show at all. Um, I could see it being used once for one gag in one episode one time, and then that's it. Maybe. Maybe. Yeah. I, I don't remember that. I, I don't remember, yeah. Um, so eventually, uh, Spectre Gadget is caught by Dr. Claw and shut down. Because he takes the chip out. He then gets thrown into a junkyard. Yeah. Yeah. Where you work, essentially. Pretty much, yeah. I'm like, oh, Um, this is familiar. (laughs) Penny and the doctor find them, and Penny says, oh, no, he can't die. He's got too big of a heart. So let's let's just pause right here for a second. (laughs) Okay. We know where we're going. Uh, welcome to the Disney Channel, where a little girl pretty much watches her only caretaker and beloved family member die twice. Yes. Blown up in a car. She races to that hospital. Basically, like, without this gadget program, he's a goner. Like, there's nothing left. You know, there's just a head, apparently, left for her to bury. Yeah. Of her dear old uncle. Nope. F- through miracle of science, she gets... To her beloved uncle back from the dead. Because at some point he had to have been dead when they put the toothpaste in and all that other shit. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. The tubes and wires and stuff, right? Yeah. So there's and no the body left. Like, on, like ser- seriously, I think Robocop actually had more of his physical body. Hell, General Grievous, who was like a shitty set of lungs and a heart and, and part of a skull, had more 
of the being left than the machine, than Gadget yeah. does. So he's more machine now than man, twisted and goofy. Um, so the... Uh, but she finally... Get, and now only to watch him get thrown into a scrap heap. So she's basically watched him die twice. For kids! <laughs> hey, but this time she brings him back to life. By the power of love. Pretty much. Yep. Um, because that's all it takes. Yeah. Is Penny a Disney princess? I don't know. Anyway, I don't know. I don't know anymore. <laughs> I don't know anymore. Did you buy the money this movie made? No. 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 Who's uh, a Disney popper? You know. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. So a whole bunch of wackety wackety stuff happens. Yeah, there's a big chase and a so lot of my fight my next scenes. note is is in the chase where he's getting dragged behind a car and he's having a bit of a go, but it's like, dude, you had rollerblades, you've already used them. Yeah, you pop those bad boys on, you're back in the game. I don't. So I it. thought when I first watched it, I'm like, he brings out his skis. The skis. He's already used the rollerblades. Yeah, I... all I have for this is big chase slash fight scenes. Yeah, honestly, my my next my next note after the rollerblades thing is the goon is the key to the whole case. He really is. If he doesn't turn yeah. state's evidence, they got nothing. They got nothing but a, a a mechanical foot that may or may not have been built by someone else's dead dad. Yeah, and she and Penny runs in and she says something like, "What are you?" They're like, "What are you doing?" It's like, "I'm the I'm the witness." No, no, you're not. No, no, you're a minor you're... and you didn't see shit. So, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like, you didn't even matter to this at all. Yeah, sorry, Penny. Um, but uh. D- do 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 we do we get to welcome Mr. T? Oh, I'm skipping. I'm skipping cuz I got nothing. Mr. T. Yeah. In the in the goon therapy group? Oh. Mr. T is front and center, man. <laughs> the goon therapy group. Yeah. Yeah, it's like a, got... a goon reform group or something like that. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I guess it's kind of like the bad guy meeting in Wreck-It Ralph. It is. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Richard. <laughs> Just because you're a bad guy doesn't mean you're a bad guy? Yeah, yeah. It's exactly it. Yeah. Uh, Richard Keel. You don't know the name, but you know that face. Uh, he's he's the, Jaws, isn't he? He's Jaws and like the, the really, really big dude in Happy Gilmore. Yeah. 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 Famous big guy with silver teeth. He's, he's credited as... <laughs> There's one Richard Lee Sung plays famous villain with deadly hat. <laughs> He's odd job, yeah. Odd job, that's right, yep. Uh, we have famous Native American sidekick, famous assistant to Dr. Franken something, son before second son. Son before second son. Yeah, I don't, yeah, I'm not. Would that be. Cain? Uh, As in, of Cain and Abel? Cain and Abel? Abel? No, it wasn't Cain the second son. 
No, Abel was the second son. Abel was son. the second son, that's right. So he was the son before the second son. No, maybe. Unless the second son is the murderers, I don't know. Yeah, I love how the... The henchman just gives up and gives up all the information fronted by Penny. Yeah. It's like, hey, Chief, come over here and listen to me. I'm a 12-year-old girl, so I know what's going on. Yeah. So, honestly, she doesn't really get that involved in the case. She happens to be around for some stuff, but, like... She's there just to advertise Tommy Hilfiger. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Because that logo was always front and center in almost every camera shot. <laughs> yeah, it's, um, it's too bad. The one note I have here is they even screw up Dr. Claw's famous catchphrase. Mm. He says, I'll get you next time, Gadget. There's supposed to be a next time. If I may. <clears throat> I'll get you next time, Gadget. Next time. Yeah, there you go. <clears throat> I used to be a lot better at that, believe it or not. And then there's, I have boy band <clears throat> theme music. I think that's in the, oh, yeah. There's, uh, in the credits, I don't know if you you probably didn't listen to the credits. I did not. (laughs) There is a boy band song. Like, it's not NSYNC, but it sounds like NSYNC. Sure, The Backstreet Boys. And it's all about falling in love. I'll probably make it the theme song for this show. but And it's like, just say go, go, gadget, and will be there for you or something like that. It's, oh my God, really? Yeah. That's it's so weird. I'll do what no one can. Uh, we, you know what, though? We were kind of in boy band glory days, right? Like, we were in boy band glory days. But like you new kids on the block. But you don't need to make it Spectre Gadget sexual. N- no. I, I mean, I, I get it. Like having a boy band <laughs> do the song. Or a song. Do the song fine, but don't make it sexual. Yeah. And it's like full-on boy band song, like Girl and Love Ya, you know, like every stereotypical trope of the boy band, you know, right? Oh, yeah. And, and, I mean, come on. Like, this is not, I mean, Robo Brenda aside, this is not a sexual movie. It's not supposed to be. No, it's not supposed to be. Well, I mean, we have have Penny, so 12-year-old girl, no. And then uh, Brenda... I mean, her character, she's about the mind. She's, it's not a sexual thing, right? Like she's, yeah, she's a beautiful woman. So of course, you know, she's attractive. See, now you're jumping into my or is it? But, but she's actually, <laughs> but, but she's a brilliant scientist. So it's not about the physicality. It's, it's, you know what I mean? It's, inspe- it, it, it's okay. Inspector Gadget, not Inspect Her Gadget as, you know. Well, that's what this song is making it out to be. I know. We already did that back in the 80s as kids and giggled because we were idiots. And did, 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 inspect her gadget. We didn't even know what this means. <laughs> that's true. Yep. That's true. Yep. We didn't know it. Some older kids said it and we're like, oh my God, it sounds so naughty, but we don't even know why. You know? <laughs> so you'd make up your own porn titles and inspect her gadget was always one of them. Actually, wasn't that in something? I think that was in like a TV show or oh, a movie. I'm, I'm sure somebody, yeah, thought Is that it, in like Friends or something? Uh, I don't know. I kind of hope not now. It's really, you know. 
So, I don't know. Wow. One, two, three. Three writers for characters, two writers for the story, and then two more for a screenplay. Well, the characters were the ones that that initially wrote it, so... Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Yeah, there it is. I'll Be Your Everything by Youngstown. Uh, in a related video on YouTube is Savage Garden Truly Madly Deeply, so that should give you some kind of idea. <laughs> wow. <laughs> okay. <laughs> that's a poll, and I'll be by Edward McCain. So, yeah, that's yeah, that's the kind of song that you're gonna hear at the beginning and end of the, of the show. Um, yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> the uh, I look on IMDb under thanks. The the producers wish to thank Tommy Hilfiger. <laughs> really. I'm sure you gave them your thanks with the, all of the direct product placement shots on Penny. So, uh, Just a few things on this show, uh, or this movie. Don Adams, we talked about before, it was the voice of Brain in the closing credits. Uh, at one point, the Peter and, Farrelly, uh, Peter and Bobby Farrelly were approached to write and direct this film. This could have been the Farrelly Brothers Re- movie. Oh, okay, might have been a better movie. With Jim Carrey as Inspector Gadget. Now it's a better movie. Can you imagine? Well, I I just got to imagine that the whole thing would have been... Like, the Fairley Brothers wouldn't have done this movie. No. No. They, it no, would have... No. Between them and Jim Carrey? That's an Inspector Gadget movie, I yeah. see. Because it, be, it would be good. Yeah. Um, some almost cast. You ready for this? Well, Jim Carrey, apparently. Jim Carrey. Um, in the role of Dr. Claw, Tim Curry. Oh. Much better Come choice. on. If you're going to show the face and not and not do the next time, catch it, voice. There. See, I got it back. Yep. Yeah. Then. Uh, also, Willem Dafoe. <laughs> I'll get you next time, Gadget. <laughs> <laughs> James Earl Jones. Oh, now, that, now we're talking voice, right? Right there. And I'm assuming these three were long shots, but Jack Nicholson. <laughs> okay. Dennis Hopper. Eh, you'd do it. And John Lithgow. So, so if the Fairley brothers did it, all those guys are in. Maybe not Nicholson. Maybe not Nicholson. But even then, it's like eh, he was doing, he did comedies, you know what I mean? Like anger management, stuff like that. So, I mean, he's no stranger to comedy. I don't know if you know Emmy, Emmy Rossum. Uh, that name sounds familiier. Uh, what was she? Almost cast as Brenda. Almost no, almost cast as Penny. Oh, that okay. So she's a younger actress. She's a singer. Emmy Rossum. Uh, I don't know how to spell see, her name. She was in Day After Tomorrow. Oh, there R-O-S-S-U-M. Oh, she was in Phantom of the Opera. Phantom of the Opera. Mr. Robot. Shame, shameless. Okay. Uh, okay. Oh. And uh, Louis C.K. auditioned for the role as a police officer. Didn't get it. He would later get that uh, get a role in Parks and Rec as a police officer. So yeah. don't worry about him. He, he made it eventually. In the role of Gadget. Aside from Jim Carrey. Aside from Jim Carrey. Kevin Klein. Ooh. A very young Steve Carell. Oh. 
a much older Steve Martin. Uh, yeah. Here's one that wouldn't have worked. Chevy Chase. Oh, uh, too much smarm. Yeah. And and like- and um, Steve Martin had already done Pink Panther. Yeah. Right. So another bumbling inspector. I, I think it would've just would have been mixing your metaphors. Yeah. I think. Yeah. 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 I mean, I mean, don't get me wrong. Steve Martin's good enough. He would have pulled it off. Don't get me wrong. But it might have been tainted by the Pink Panther stuff. Here's one that wouldn't have worked. Tim Allen. No, 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 no. He was much uh, better served in the Santa Claus, believe it or not. Here's one that might have worked and probably worked better for his career. Mike Myers. Oh. Huh. Um, I don't, now, I'm assuming these ones are more along the lines of hopeful. Uh, Robin Williams. Oh. In 99, this was too That's this was too young for Robin Williams. Uh, <coughs> I mean, he could have done it. There's no... He could have done there's it. There's no sure, doubt but, in my mind. He could have done it in his sleep. Yeah. Uh, what about Tom Hanks? Mm, oh, well, he was doing comedies back then, right? No, he was up. He was, was he doing Forrest Gump, and, oh. Forrest Gump in 96. No, I know, but I mean, how far away are we away from big? Not that far. Uh, 1990? Like he'd forget how to do comedy in nine years, though? Well, he'd already done Philadelphia, Forrest Gump, and yeah. he was working on Castaway at this point. Yeah, so he was a little too so, busy, but yeah. Yeah, he was I, in the middle I, of his I, Don't get me wrong, runs. I believe he could have done it, though. I'm, 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 I believe I, he could have done it. Like, you knock the rust off and away you go, you know? Now, the last one turned it down due to another role. Oh. Uh, to be in George of the Jungle, Brendan Fraser. Now, that's an interesting pick. That would have done well for Inspector Gadget, I think. I think, yeah. And and, and I think Bro- Broderick did well with what he was given. His heart... You could tell the heart was in it. He showed up to set every day. He, you know what I mean. Broderick does okay, but a lot of it's what he's given. Like that's he's, so I can't take it away he's from too him. Too baby faced, which is weird because Spectre Gadget is very baby faced, but he's almost too baby faced for it. See, the Inspector Gadget cartoon makes him. It's a little. He's a little more adult. Like he, almost like he was a cop who saw a little bit of shit. Yeah. And just got gadgets, you know, in his early career kind of thing. Like, he just barely made it out of the police academy kind of idea. Yeah, I always pictured Inspector Gadget being, like, um, one of those inspectors that is, like, drinking every night, a hardcore smoker, you know, really down on the dumps, real treats everyone like shit. Then he has an accident, forgets all of that. And becomes a bumbling idiot. And yeah, yeah, he's got a new lease on life, but he's not all there because yeah, 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 exactly. And and I always picture him like, okay, so Broderick, he's he's playing in what maybe thirty. Oh, at most. Yeah, and and I've always seen Gadget like thirty-five to forty-five, 40-ish. maybe. Yeah. you know what I mean, like a middle-aged man-ish who, for sure. Who now has who, who's almost immortal now, you know, because he's as long as those gears keep turning, you know. Yeah. You know? Yeah. <laughs> He'll never die. As long as he has oil. Well, yeah, fine. yeah, yeah. Just get your regular oil change like a car, you know? Yeah. So, as always on the show, we try to find the real story behind the story, Mark. I've got two of them. One of them I kind of almost gave away. Or is it a display of the two things men really want to do with technology? Destruction and sex. 
<laughs> that is on display in this movie. They they create Robo Gadget and he blows shit up. Then Robo Brenda, mm, probably fucking her. Uh, <laughs> okay. Or is it the five point nine nine million dollar man? Like no, we're not quite like good, but we're not we're not quite. We have the technology. Okay. We're going to screw it up. You know, like <laughs> yeah. Okay, I have two as well. Um, I have it, or is it why we couldn't get good good adaptations in the nineties? No. It's like you want to know why we couldn't get good ad- adaptations in the nineties? This is why. Yeah, yeah. This is why right here. This is what they would make. This, this. Yeah, that's the reason. They went all the way through the nineties. They got to the end of the nineties, and this is all they got. <laughs> yeah, exactly. This was the limit of our technology. Bullshit. <laughs> or is it one woman's attempt to turn her Battery-operated boyfriend into a real-life male sex doll. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. She's putting the gadgets in. If you notice, she doesn't actually give him a second look until he's a robot. Hmm. I think there's a go-go dad go-go gadget strap-on in there somewhere that only she can unlock. Oh yeah, yeah. When she says "go-go gadget vibrate," oh yeah, it's yeah, on. Yeah. It's on. Yep. So now the boy band thing makes sense. True. Between that and Robo Brenda, <laughs> I mean, everyone's fucking these things. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah, for sure. Well, that's going to about do it for Inspector Gadget. I'm Derek. I'm Mean Mark. Join us next time. We'll take a look at the story of a Scottish farm pig in... who stands up against the invading British. He's cute. He's a pig. And he stands for freedom. He's... Babe Heart. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>